Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Girl. We should talk to someone. Episode, what are we on? 14? I think we're on episode 14. Yeah. Yeah. We took another bit of a break. You know, it's it's been a busy time, I think. It's been so busy. It's just a lot's been going on, but we're excited for this episode because it's actually a really good topic for what's been kind of going on with us right now, I think. Yeah, we're going to talk all about navigating change and why that's so hard. <laughs> and why we suck at it. But before that, we'll do our typical rose and thorn of the week. So, Sarah, what about you? My rose is so easy <laughs> um, because it's literally like the highlight of my life is coaching this girls hockey team uh, yeah, that I'm cute. coaching. Um, and... It's just truly the most amazing thing ever. I love it so much. We had a game last night. We have another game today. Just keeps me going. Like, the girls are so cute and fun, and they're in grade eight and nine. How many games are there, like, a week? Two practices two practices, and two games a week. So, oh, wow. You're busy then. Yeah, so Tuesday and Wednesday we have practice, and I'm, like, on the ice, like, running the practices. Except Tuesday, sometimes I have my own game, so I don't always – I can't always go the practice but then we usually have one one or two games every weekend so we had one last night we had one we have one today this afternoon awesome what's like a funny thing the girls have like said to you oh I my feel god like teen girls are just like so entertaining they're so funny so they're like a mix between like innocent like grade eight and nine girls and like the kind of grade nine girls that are like at like like stepping into like <laughs> their power as women like I don't know how to explain it but there's yeah. like the cutesy ones and the ones that are like I want to like date boys and be like hot and cool. Like, oh my god! Yeah. So the there was one girl who's like super funny. She we're she was talking to me after the practice, and they're all like, "Oh my god, Sarah! Like, are you coming to the game?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be at the game." And they're like, "Yeah." They're so excited, and they're like, "Oh, we like, do you have a boyfriend? Is he hot?" And I'm like. <laughs> oh my god ladies so many questions like they're like all of them were asking me all these questions and like do you have a dog like do you live with your boyfriend like it, like what does he look like is he hot and I'm like oh my god you guys are 13 this is an inappropriate conversation <laughs> got Michael to like come in and he like he came to the game last night oh yeah Did they, but they, they didn't know that like okay they didn't know because he came after like we all got set up so that's funny <laughs> that's cute what yeah about, they're funny what about your thorn um I think my thorn has been, like, being so, like, moody. <laughs> I don't know what's moody. wrong. It's a moody month. I've been so, like, some days I'm just, like, moody about everything, and then, like, work is busy, and it makes me moodier, and makes me yeah, I feel angry, you. and, uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. I feel like usually December is, like, a really positive hype month, but actually also my thorn is that I find this month so stressful because I feel like it's, like, it moves fast but then you're also like you're trying to jam so much in like Christmas shopping you have like three weeks left of work you have to finalize the year end stuff it's like all these projects mm -hmm. you have to get started before the end of the year because you have to get ready for January and I'm just like slowly losing my mind with like everything that's that's like my thorn. Well, that's it's your just, thorn yeah like just December I find it's not joyful when you're an adult it's just stressful um yeah I don't know I feel I feel similar but also at the same time I like take I've tried to take less 
take more stress off for like Christmas. Like mm-hmm. I used to be like crazy, like buying everyone gifts, like yeah. going crazy, buying stuff, like spending so much money, like putting so much thought into it, which in one breath is like really fun to give people these nice things, but it's also stressful. It's very stressful. Yeah. Like I told, I told my family, like I buy gifts just for like my immediate family, but I told them all like, sorry guys, like I'm not spending a lot of money this year. Like I'm going to buy you something obviously that's like nice, but like nothing, like I'm not spending over a hundred dollars on anybody. Yeah, our family, like, I used to spend like one, two hundred dollars on every single person in yeah. my family. And then we recently did this thing where you, um, like you draw a name and you only, literally only buy for one person and then you buy a stocking stuffer for everyone else. So that's nice. You only really have to focus on one big gift and then like finding little things for everyone. Yeah. But the stocking stuffers are like ten, fifteen dollar things. So it's actually so much less stressful. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. Even my work is doing like a gift exchange. And I'm like, huh, there you go. Add that to the list. But th- I find those like $10, $15. Like- no, it's like she wants to do 50 bucks, And I was like, that's a lot of money. Here's the thing about these gift exchange things. It's like $10, you either get something funny or who cares yeah. what it is, chocolates or whatever. Because you can't, that doesn't really matter like if someone uses it or likes it because it's $10. $25 is what, like, I actually do that with my extended family by, like, one $25 gift. You can get something decent and cute. I got a long charcuterie board. Yeah, like, that's a nice gift. it has a gift. knife with it. Home sense. If you're listening to this and you're coming to that, you didn't hear anything. Um, <laughs> but $50, like, it's kind of a weird limit. So what's your rose? Rose. Um, I think my rose is this week I had my last course, um... I'm in a course right now to get my project management certificate, and we had our last, I guess, course session this week. You ready for your exam? No. (laughs) I'm, like, stressing out now. It's a rose because I'm, like, now I can – now my Wednesday evenings are back, and it was kind of, like, tiring to finish work at 5.30, then start course at 6 through to 9.30. You're literally on your computer, like, Yeah, like, I I couldn't even leave my house on Wednesdays, pretty much. If I didn't go at lunch, I'm, like, stuck home. Mm -hmm. So, but now I have to start like studying and everything, but I'm not taking my exam till like March, but I have to start doing the um, package to like hopefully get approved, even take the exams. So I have to start that next, get all that in there. But it's just, it's nice knowing I'm done the course. That's like one step gone. It's just, I got to go back and reveal the material and it'll be fun. It'll be, keep me busy for the next few months. Yeah. And something to look forward to at the end of it all. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to jump right into our episode? Yeah, let's jump in. Okay. I think this is like a perfect time, like you said, because so much so much is changing like in the last few months with COVID in our world, like things are opening up, F- people are now getting their booster shots, like yeah. I like you can kind of see things changing on the horizon, but also new variants which also makes things change. Like there's constant change on that front, and also I feel like this time of year it's like we are wrapping up our year yeah. and we're ready to like either make a change in January or like we're exactly. thinking about the things we want to do that we haven't done. Yeah. I feel like the last two years you've kind of been in this weird like limbo and like the summer you kind of felt refreshed for a bit then as soon as it got cold again I kind of felt back to being like isolated in my condo like not doing much. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you get to the year end, you're always like, okay, what can I do differently next year? Like, we're still in this COVID world, unfortunately, but it is definitely better. Especially if you're double vaccinated, like, you're kind of like, you can more or less go back to a normal life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a very timely topic to have. So how do, how do you feel about change in your life? Like, I know there's some people that are constantly seeking out change. Like, that's exciting mm-hmm. for them. Um 
but how, like how, how do you embrace the changes that you don't actually seek out and that just happen as life occurs? Yeah, I think change is inevitable and it's something that, I mean, it's such a broad topic, but I'm thinking about like life circumstances right now. And that's what I'm speaking about. Um, you kind of have to embrace it and find a way to navigate it. But that's like easier said than done, of course. But I think change is important. Like I think if you don't have change, then you can't grow and you can't develop as a person and you can't change as a person as well. I don't want to say the word change so many times. But it's a, it's definitely like easier said than done. Yeah. I think it changes scary because it's like opens us up to vulnerability and yeah. it like kind of exposes us like if we're trying something new and we're not good at it, how does that make us look or how does that make us feel or if we're thrown into a new environment at work and it's stressful, it's like how are we going to handle yeah. that? I think it's the hardest thing is that there's no textbook on life about how to handle change like there's no manual there's no guide so everyone experiences change and everyone experiences it differently there's nothing you can look at to tell you how do I handle this like what do I do next like what are some things I can keep in mind like it's really you have to just it's like almost like you're thrown to the deep end you have to learn how to sink or swim when it comes to change and I think everyone sinks and everyone swims at different moments of change but yeah it's just it's like an whenever change happens also like a territory that you're not used to which is why it becomes so scary I think as well too Mm -hmm. because when you when change happens and you're used to it you can handle the next time but that first time it happens it's just you don't know what to do I was like exposure therapy like yeah if you're experiencing this change for the first time like say it's like a new job like that is really scary but then if you if you go into a new job again and you're like okay what did I do last time I did this that worked or didn't work and Mm -hmm. like you can use those skills but it's always like that first time that you experience a specific big change that you really have to navigate things and trust your instincts not overthink things and also know like everyone it's interesting because a lot of things have changed for me in the last few months and I always used to think like oh when people have it together when they experience change, they're just like, oh, I got this, like, no problem, like, never feel insecure, never feel weird, never feel like I'm being judged, like, but people just don't necessarily express that, Or right? show it, or really. Or show it. But you don't it, know. It's a natural feeling, like, especially yeah. if you're in a new environment or whatever it is, like, you're in a new job, you're in a new place, you're experiencing something new, like, everyone that's been there it's probably felt the same way that you have, mm-hmm. but the, we, we don't really talk about that feeling. Yeah, it's so true because if you think about it, like change is the one constant thing when it comes to human nature, like the ways that humans have evolved and how society has developed and the world, like it changes every single year, month, decade. So it's something that happens constantly and is all around us. Yet when it happens to you, you're just suddenly like, oh my God, like you freeze. Yet it's, if you think about it, like you are constantly changing without even noticing it, like you're mm-hmm. adapting to different changes. But yeah, do you also find that when things change around you, like life circumstances, it also makes you change as a person? I f- yeah, I think like you learn new skills during those tough moments that you can like take with yourself, so you become more comfortable with the turbulence of life, kind mm-hmm. of thing. I always used to think like, oh, when you're like 
set and you have everything figured out like there's no turbulence in your life right? yeah your life is steady and as things come at you like you're just able to like figure it out and like that's not necessarily the truth like things will happen to you that you won't be able to figure out right away or that will be stressful no matter what you have prepared you could be prepared to the nth degree it's still a stressful situation yeah um but i think you you kind of like realize that or at least i've realized that life is just about like going with the the waves of what happens rather than just trying to stay on an even keel all the time yeah yeah i think with that like you also change innately as well too like i find like as my life changes i'll change as a person and then there's certain people around me that can't keep up or that I've now look at differently. It's very odd. Like as you get older, as certain life circumstances happen and you change as a person, you find that other people now don't fit into your life the same way they did before that change, mm-hmm. which is a very tough thing to kind of face, I find. Like I've definitely cut out people in the last three years, four years that just didn't. So let's talk about that. Like as friend, like because – I feel like when when we're all on the same path, like we're in high school, we're in university, mm-hmm. we're all kind of doing the same things. Yeah. So we, we're experiencing very similar changes at the same time. Yeah. But as soon as our life kind of opens up and we go and do our own thing, I feel like people's lives, of course, mature and change on different at different rates. Yeah. That's a really good yeah point because like, yeah, when you graduate from university – that's what one of the biggest changes because people either you know they move out of their parents' house, get their own place. Some people move back home and kind of stay at home. And like I think we both moved out and lived downtown right away. Other people stayed at home. Other people went back to their hometown, which is far away from where we were at school. So we definitely experienced that the first year of just having different. Everyone was at different levels of life. Like we were mm-hmm. starting to like figure out how to live in the city and navigate and work full-time and pay our bills and pay rent because other people were sometimes we're still some people are living at home and having a different type of change so yeah you definitely just that was one big change I think that kind of helped not helped but like caused different relationships to kind of change a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and I think we're we're on the cusp of like another part of life now where people are getting married having kids mm. and that is like <laughs> I was watching a TikTok the other day and how it was like about a mom or no, sorry, it was about a woman that was like, didn't have kids and I couldn't relate to mom culture and how she was annoyed that all of her coworkers that were moms, like had nothing to talk to her about other than like, oh, my kid, this, my kid, that. And it's interesting because like, there's definitely going to be a divide at some point when yeah, I think our, our friends are probably going to find a balance in like life family work all these things but there are definitely some some parents that like their life is their kids and I I understand why that happens but not everyone can relate to that yeah like even now like you just brought up something about like how people talking about their kids and I was thinking about how now we're all more mature like I feel like before we were all you know like still kind of going out every Friday and Saturday so we always had our weekend plans and Mm-hmm. we always did things together every week whereas now we're so much busier in life and also we just don't have the energy to hang out every single week like that's you don't want to go out every Friday and Saturday night <laughs> no, like, I mean I prefer never to be hung over again in my life <laughs> yeah exactly I could be hung over like once every two months and then I'm just like even that yeah but we were so used to that for a few years and I feel like now also because of COVID I think we all became more homebodies and that's yeah. where I've definitely 
seen a change in my relationship people because you know everyone around me and I'm gonna be like laughing but they're all in relationships and they all live with their couple and significant other whereas I'm not so I definitely see I never it never bugged me before but it definitely it doesn't bug me but I just I'm more aware of it now I think that okay like all my friends have someone to know do that stay at home for a week and do nothing with because Mm -hmm. that's usually what we did over COVID whereas I'm doing that alone and losing my mind sometimes I love it other times I'm like kill me now but yeah it's definitely something I've noticed as I've with our relationships now is that it's changed the dynamic has changed not bad it just it just just changed changed. it's just I know I'm more aware of my singleness than I ever was before well we also hang out very differently like it's not like oh pre-drink with all these random people then go out it's like hey let's go like to dinner or to bowling or to something with six of us and And five people or four people are in a couple and then there's you sometimes (laughs) it's just usually just me well that was last weekend (laughs) and then tonight we're doing that again actually you're gonna you don't have your significant there so we're together what's that's fine yeah um yeah exactly so and do you think that it's okay to let go of friends then because you have changed? Because I've definitely let go of quite a few friends. I, so here's the thing. Like, I don't think I've let go of that many friends. You've grown apart. Not, but Haven't not you? very many. Like, oh. like, yeah, in high school, like, yeah, you go to university and you grow apart. Yeah. But like, there's like, as you know, like I have my three really close high school friends. True. And you guys have all grown and we've together. We've grown together, which has been like such a blessing in my life to have that support system and then I have my like you Megan and our relationship has changed I think we also have grown together but we've able to like keep it intact yeah yeah but like we became closer as we were growing into our adulthood I think more than we were at university we had very different relationships then so that's an example of how Mm -hmm. our relationship I think changed is that we were roommates but we definitely just like we grew it's not even like a negative thing though in my mind it's like that person or those people that you're no longer you grow apart from or you cut out whatever you want to say it I think mine were more hard they, I was like yeah Night. I mean everyone has different experiences but they have their own friends and life and path and they're probably like thinking this about someone else in their life right like everyone like yeah it's not that we're necessarily on like the right and mighty path it's just yeah. like their path and our path we're not conducive. Yeah, yeah they don't work together I think it's a hard thing like I know like with my experience it's definitely a hard decision to make sometimes to like cut out a friend it didn't happen overnight but like it kind of like it's a slow gradual thing but I think it's an important thing to do if you realize that person does not no longer bring anything good into your life of where you currently are at and if you're going through things and they're not supporting you or they're just not helping Mm -hmm. you can't have that person in your life anymore like you have to get like let go of those people in order to keep growing and changing in the way that you want to Again, it might not be the right way, as for everyone has their own path, but it is something everyone has to do, I think. Yeah, I agree. So, like, next year, we're not going to be friends anymore. I hope not. <laughs> that was my last year as friends with you, then I'm cutting you out. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you feel, like, change derails you? Like, that kind of big change in life, whether it's, like, realizing a friend's not on the same path as you, or your friends around you, or like in relationships and you're here thinking about that like does that derail you or is just something that like you that you notice I think it's just something I notice I never have found like derailing because change sometimes it does fully derails me yeah 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 yeah, I guess yes and no because 
mentally, it definitely derails me. That's what, what, I, oh, is that you what mean physically? Like, yeah, I don't what is know, it like, like, it just, like, changed my whole life. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, circumstances. I don't know. Okay, fine. Mentally is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know what? It does initially, but then I adapt. I'm definitely, like, when I respond to change the first, I, like, I overthink, I get derailed, I freak out, yada, yada, yada. But then I do, like, I, not quickly, but, like, I do adapt, and then I th- realize it's a positive because I find most changes, you can always find a positive. Even in a negative change, there's always something positive there. Yeah, I, I used to not ha- definitely not have that mindset where yeah. I thought like, okay, even like as minuscule as like, say we have a plan to go to dinner tonight. If the plan was to go to this place at this time with these people and that for some reason changed, that would really throw me off. Oh, really? In the past, really throw me off. If it's like, I'd be like oh, like, I wasn't prepared for this person to come or I wasn't prepared to, like, go to a different place or a different time. Like, I am just, like, wasn't able to roll with the punches as much. Mm. I like to put out there that I was like that. Like, oh, this chill girl, whatever. Like, no problem. <laughs> but, like, I definitely wasn't. Like, inside I was, like, either I'd be, like, resentful for the change or I'd be, like, annoyed or, like, anxious about it. But I don't really feel that way anymore. And, like, I know I used to... I talk to my friend Jess all the time about this, how, like, I used to be really really stressed at planning things because if anything changed in the planning process of like a birthday party or something I would be like derailed by that I'd be like wait no we had it in like this and we're uh, not doing that anymore like so I hate planning you know but me. now I'm, I'm like slowly working on this thing and it's not just with planning things but it's like with life that if you just kind of like naturally let things happen as they will it will, yeah. it will work out in the best way possible but if you try and tightly control change to change in exactly the way you want it to, mm-hmm. you're just going to be completely stressed out. About yeah. That. And even if like change is sometimes negative, like I was reading or I was listening to a podcast um, the other day, actually earlier today, <laughs> but they were talking about how someone who was diagnosed with like a really, like there was no cure to the type of cancer this person had mm-hmm. and it changed his entire life. Like he was losing, um, like mobility he was lo- he was losing everything um but he was saying how you know after adapting he realized that he's actually the happiest he's ever been in life because after he got over like yes it's shitty being nauseous yes it's horrible with the pain yes the steroids yes the chemo is shitty it's all bad things but he was happy with where he was in life still so he was able to find that positive. Even with all the negative happening around you, he was able to see some sort of light. It's like a mindfulness thing sometimes. It is. And I think, because change is going to be shitty and it's going to like, you're going to be like, why the hell? Like I, like, you know, like a few weeks ago, I was like constantly in a state of like crying being like, why are all these things always happening to me? Like, why do I have all this bad luck? Now I'm definitely a lot better than I, ha- I was. But like for a few days, I was just like walking downtown with tears in my eyes because I was just thinking my life sucks and I just have all this bad luck and it's just like one thing after another after another and I'm just like done with it. It's like a deficit mindset, right? Yeah, and you're just kind of, you get to that point where you're just like, why, like I'm just done. Like I don't want to, what's next? Like what's the other shitty thing that's going to happen to me? And like I, I've been there and I get yeah. that and I'm just like, oh, and I also, then I start to question myself. I'm like, I can't make any good decisions because every decision I make ends up turning to shit. And then I'm like, so I'm incapable. My life's incapable. But then you're like, okay, wait, if I think about it like that, like what you think about like kind of becomes your reality. It's like if I think about like everything I do and everything around me is shitty, then it will be. It will be. Exactly. You kind of, you start to like surround, you start to 
kind of associate your identity with the negative things that are happening in you. Like the negative changes becomes your identity. But one thing I had to remind myself, which is what was when I was going through this, I was like, okay, these are all, these are six bad things that's happened to me in the last few years. But I have 10 other good things that have happened to me. So my life isn't just these six bad things. Like it might feel like it right now. This one thing that's happening right now is everything I'm thinking about. But my life has all these other parts to it that are not as negative as those changes that have happened. So I need to like, and I had to, it took me a lot of time, took me a few line nights to figure it out. But, you know, I just, I was able to finally come to terms with what was happening. And if it keeps happening, I'm like, I can handle it now. Now I can handle it. Like the next thing that happens, I'll be able to handle. But it's definitely like, a, it's definitely a struggle. I forget the word my therapist uses, but it's like where you, oh, it's called over-identification where you're like, okay, this problem is happening to me. So this means that I am yeah. a shit person or I am an unlucky person or I yeah. am cursed. Cur- That's what I kept saying. Whatever it is, right? But like it's, your life is not just based on like some events that happen to you. Exactly, yeah. 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 So over-identification with, yeah, I feel that. What? So what are some of the things like coping-wise when these kind of things derail you that help? I think for me, it's like therapy has been a huge thing where yeah. I've started to realize why I have this much anxiety about change and where it all comes from. And that's been helpful for me to not just say like, oh, I am anxious about change because I can't handle it as a person. That's not the truth. The truth is it's based in these like root, deep rooted thoughts and beliefs about myself that are not necessarily true. Like I... I need to please people all the time. I need to make sure people are happy with me that I'm doing mm-hmm. what makes them feel good and all these things that are rooted in like in a way an in insecurity like making sure people like me and that I'm wanted and needed. But if I'm so caught up in that, then I'm unable to take care of myself and that's where this like cycle of anxiety comes from like as soon as something happens where it's like a change in my life instead of thinking about like oh like how can I deal with this so that I can feel better it's like what are other people going to think about this what are people going to think about the things that I do to change this are people going to judge me all these things go in my mind and it's like that is not a helpful narrative to to fix the situation the people that love you are going to support you no matter what happens in your life and they're not judging you based on some of the hardships that you're dealing with Mm mm-hmm yeah, no, I think definitely therapy is one of the best coping mechanisms. But if you're like me right now, you're not currently in therapy, you have to find other alternatives. Um, I find one thing that I don't like as a coping mechanism is talking to my parents because I feel like they're always aware of big changes that happen in my life. Like whatever they are, they obviously uh, they're aware of what's happening. But I just get so overwhelmed with everyone giving their opinion or advice over certain things and how I should handle it that I just, I get drained from that sense. So I've learned now that when these things are happening, yes, people can be aware of it, but I don't want to hear always their advice or their opinions on the matter because it just like, it just doesn't help. It's like a boundary thing. It's like, hey, I want to vent to you about this, but I'm not looking for a solution from you. Yeah, it's great if you don't think this is a big deal, but I think it is. Like, especially when certain changes, some people might think like, why are you freaking out about that? Like, they'll be like, what's, calm down. But it's like, well, I am, so. Yeah, and in a way, they think that might be, like, helpful to be like, oh, you're not rationalizing it properly. Like, see it differently, but that's not not always the case. So that's one thing I've learned not to do, which I'm going to continue later in life. But one good thing I like 
that I find really helps me is reading like a self-help book that's directly related to that whatever is happening so for example like if it has to do with like body image and mental health like I read this book like I have these like core books that I keep on my bookshelf that I'll kind of read a few chapters of just to kind of inspire me I find reading words from someone who's a specialist in the topic where they give advice actually so intellectual of you <laughs> no it actually helps me because I'm reading it and I'm like yes that's what I need to like yes I'm like it all makes sense and it, it actually relates to like, like free therapy yeah like Brene Brown has some great books about imperfection and body and I read that when I'm feeling really down about myself as, mm-hmm. as physically then I have books about um like habits that are good for you and I read that when I'm just kind of like not happy with where I'm at like I'm not doing good things in my life so I need this to kind of pick me up and then I recently bought these two new books which I want to start reading which is about how to be like emotional intelligence like a really old book about emotional intelligence and how to be emotionally intelligent and I'm excited about that book and one is like the seven habits of highly successful people oh those are like oldies are old books but like they're very like like they're so applicable to everything else like they're just like one of those books that like you kind of have to read in life and I feel like I'm in this state where I need like motivation right now like I need to kind of like get back into being motivated and excited about life so these books I'm hoping are gonna like help Mm -hmm. get me there and also how to think and grow rich I read a few chapters of that when I'm feeling like I'm poor and I'm like oh yeah I'm actually rich though if you if you read this book it it makes you think you're rich so I, I find reading people's perspectives on topics I always Google like articles on like body image even when I'm feeling really down and I just read these articles and I'm like now I feel better so I find mm-hmm. that helps me mm-hmm. I think like a lot of it is like stepping out of your own way like yeah and stepping out of your own mindset and your own world you're realizing someone else has experienced this in a different whole different life than you and this is how they advise you we all and we all like have felt the same way about a similar situation like it's a universal human experience you yeah. know like we're not alone in feeling stressed or anxious or unprepared for change like that is a human experience yeah exactly and it's not something that you feel in isolation from other people yeah and you always think that you are though so when you but, yes put yourself into perspective and talk to a therapist or read these other articles you realize that this is a collective human experience and you start to come to terms with it a bit better I find yeah and part of this like um this committee at work that has been pretty stressful on the committee facilitators and I'm working with like higher level exec people on it and it's interesting like to see them like reach out to the group for support and just say like hey I am struggling with this and this is like really getting to me and I'm I'm looking for support it was kind of a nice reminder like okay no matter like how old you are how rich you are how much experience you have you still need those like supporter supportive people around you to kind of bring you up sometimes. So that was like a nice reminder for me too. Cause I always feel like yeah to get out of this mindset, like people have it figured out at a certain point in life. It's like they never do and everyone needs someone sometimes. <laughs> what are some like before we get into our polls, because I think there's some good stuff to talk about there, but what is like some quotes or lines that you kind of say to yourself when you're because I think we actually asked this in our poll but I'm just curious like I have a few that like I have to I repeat to myself when I'm experiencing these things and what what are yours I don't necessarily have like the same thing that I say all the time but my therapist always reminds me like take this like gratitude break or mindfulness break where you say like it is you kind of name what you're feeling like I am feeling stressed about moving okay named it 
most people in this situation would also feel stressed about moving. Okay, you're not alone. What can I do in this moment to ground myself? So whether it's like breathing, looking out the window, just like calmly thinking about something or like you can do this thing where you like put your hand on your chest and it's like a little like self-hug kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it just kind of like takes you out from your little world and brings you to like the bigger world where you're like, wait, okay, this is a big deal in my world, but in the grand scheme of things, this is okay and it will be better soon. Yeah, that's a good, I need to try that. I've tried the self-hug. It hasn't worked out well. I usually just hug my cat instead. (laughs) Sometimes I just like have like, like my, like I do something similar, but like I just like go lay on my bed and like I pet and watch my cat and it just like relaxes me. Yeah. I think also cold, like cold therapy really helps me. Like going outside when it's cold out and like, feeling like the cold air on your skin yeah. or like a cold shower Fresh or something air, yeah. where you're like yeah. it kind of like whew, like takes you out of this little like inner zone you get caught in yeah like leaving the place that you're stressed out is really important like if you're in your condo and you're stressing out leave the condo mm-hmm. go for a walk leave just go to shoppers like go look around at things like that's what I do a lot of I just go walk around a grocery store I'm just like okay same and I'm gonna go back looking at it right now I go there all the time (laughs) another thing that I do or that I say is like I try and remind myself especially if I get caught up in like oh things like used to be better or things were different and that was better or life was different and I get caught up in like body image stuff all the time where it's like oh things were better when I looked this way yeah or when I was skinnier or whatever it is and then I have to remind myself like oh no 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 that's not the truth. That's a lie that I'm telling myself. Like I actually was when I was at my thinnest and going through all of this like body image stuff for the first time, I was very anxious and not happy and always on edge. But I like to have this like false narrative that I'm like, Oh, I'll look back at photos and like, I'm seeing myself happy and smiling. But like that wasn't necessarily the truth. I wasn't feeling secure and complete. Yeah. So it's like almost like catching yourself in, in these lies about like, who you who you think you were yeah that's a really and that's definitely something that I constantly do too especially like pre-covid life I'm like oh I was this in pre-covid I was working out every three days in pre-covid and now I'm not doing any of that shit and it's just like it like sometimes it gets overwhelming but then I have to remember like we are going through a big social change so I have to just take my own everyone some people are jumping back into it faster than I am and that's just that's okay like I'm yeah. not back into it as fast as like you or someone else but I have to take my own course and time to get there because mm-hmm. everyone's mm-hmm. also going through their own stuff it's interesting like I think I was so afraid of change when I was in my early earlier 20s because I was I used everyone around me as like a basis of like what was normal and what was good so if yeah. they were doing it like I could do it but I was re- I was sometimes afraid to like do things that weren't necessarily like what other people were doing and I know that sounds like lame and whatever but like now I'm thinking and I wasn't necessarily happy doing these things like oh other people are like doing this so I'll do it and like it wasn't really giving me that much joy but it was like I thought this was just like normal stuff that we do at this time of life now that I'm like okay like I'm able to actually find out what I like do those things and then not care if anyone else does that or if people think it's like not for them because it's mm-hmm. not their life to live, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's hard to get out of that zone. Of yeah, like, you all have to live your own life and you're all your own living, breathing human being. So everything that you think and feel is not the same as the person next to you. And that's something I have to constantly remind myself of is that even if I feel this way and this person doesn't, doesn't mean my feeling is less 
or more than that person's feeling. It's just, it's me and my life and that's how I'm going to do it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a tough thing. Some things that I always, like, I have a few, like, quotes I, like, repeat in my head. One of them, I think I shared this with you or on our Instagram, but it was, like, life can be beautiful, then it can be awful, it can be amazing, then it can be whatever the next line is. Yeah. And that quote is something I constantly reread because it just shows how life is just up and down. And it's going to be great, and then it's going to be shit, and then it's going to be awesome, and then it's going to go back down. But that's just what life is. Mm-hmm. And the quote ends with saying, but life is this beautiful, messy thing. And that's something I have to always remind myself is because... I constantly have my ups and downs and life will be going great one month and then I'm just like oh back down to ground zero and feeling crappy but that's just the path of life and then another thing I always remind myself is this too shall pass it's like whatever I'm feeling whatever I'm thinking whatever's happening I know it's only temporary Mm -hmm. it's not going to be forever and that's something I really struggled with before was thinking that whatever I was feeling and thinking or looking like was a forever like a permanent thing. thing yeah. And I was like, if I get a cut, this cut's never going to heal. Like I used to think that like, oh, I'm going to get a scar now from this cut. It's like, no, it's going to heal. It's going to take time. Like just let it be like, mm-hmm. and that's something I always would, I have to always remind myself of too. I like resonate with one of the things you said where it's like, you're not always like, so I kind of try and chase happiness sometimes. Like when I'm feeling really good about a specific situation or a person or a relationship or thing, it's like, okay, I want to stay in this happy bubble forever now. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, that's not a realistic thought, but I think I get caught up in when like it does kind of like shift, like ebb and flow. And it goes from like really happy about a certain situation or anything to like not the best. And then like, I, I kind of forget, like you can go back to being really happy about something, but like you can't necessarily chase that. Like when you're no. trying to chase that like happy, positive life and, like try and take out everything in life that's negative and not good like it's not realistic it's just not realistic it's just it's not what life is and yeah like I wish it was like that then we wouldn't have a lot of famine and wars and politics but you can have like bad and good at the same time which I have to remind myself it's not all or nothing it's not like oh I'm annoyed so like everything in life is annoying it's like I can feel annoyed about work or I can feel annoyed about this relationship or friendship but I can still feel happy about doing this or excited about this like that's a hard thing to do that's like what I when change is happening that's making me upset my whole life revolves around that initially then I finally Mrs. that's like I never derail from change I know <laughs> I'll derail it's like initial like for me I think my like fight and flight response is like when change happens like I had a big change when I was my second year in Toronto I can't remember what that was but like a lot of just things changed that year I remember it was just like one thing after another after another and my initial reaction was I need to pause life I'm gonna pause everything in life life and never stops focus on this one thing and that's literally what I did I took a leave of absence from work I left my condo, I moved home, I was focusing on, like, my mom, my family, she was going through chemo, that's all I thought about, and then I thought it was working, but then when she was stopped doing chemo, we went, I went back to normal life, then she got cancer again, and that second time, I couldn't pause life, because I had a new job, I had a new condo, I had all these things happening, where I was like, I can't pause life this time, and just go home, and stay with, and be with her, and take care of her, so now I have to, like, learn to navigate that with all life and I actually did it that second time like pretty well I think but that first time I definitely like I was like in this dark hole of just like and it also dealing with that because you were you took out everything in life right I took out everything took like the I literally the negatives I literally like focused. left and paused work and went home and like just literally spent every day with her 
thought about cancer every single day, woke up thinking about cancer, was researching all the time. Like that's, I went to all of our chemo treatments. Like that was my that's world. How you, but that's how you get yourself into a hole, right? And that's how I because felt. Because when things are good, things are good. But yeah. when things are not good with your mom, things are not good for everything in your life. Yeah. Like that's your whole life, right? And I think I did that for like a month. And like there was some, like, I think my mom also needed me at the time. So like mm-hmm. I liked having that support, but there's definitely like I learned that that wasn't necessarily the thing I had to, like I could have found other ways to deal with it. But I think it's because it was such a new thing that our whole family was experiencing that I didn't know how to handle it. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. But then the second time, I was able to figure it out and navigate. So, yeah. How do you feel about, like, positive changes in life? Bring them to me. Where are they? Like, what what would you you explain (laughs) as, like, a positive change? Like, what what would be an example of something in your life that's been a positive change? long silence crickets <laughs> no there definitely is positive changes I just <laughs> can't think of it right now okay my cat is a positive change I think I really okay. need a companion okay I'm not gonna talk about my cat too much but honestly as much as she causes me stress and she kills my finances at the moment and a lot of my stress has been because of her she is a positive because I think it's like having that companion and comfort and like I always I've always loved cats always wanted a cat so me finally getting a cat was like great because that was a, it was a good thing. And then also moving to a bigger condo was a positive change because I felt like I was suffocating in my last condo. There was construction mm-hmm. next to me and I was like, oh my God, kill me now. So that was a positive change. Moving downtown originally was a positive change. And that's about it. That's that's good. Yeah, those are all good things. It also causes me stress. All those things, though. That's what I'm funny. getting at. It's yeah. like I feel like there's never just a positive change. Yeah, they all call you, cause you stress. Because also, change is like is stressful. No matter if it's like good things coming or yeah. not so good things coming to your life, right? Like, yeah, you can't just have one. Like, I can't think of one wholeheartedly good thing that had no negatives attached to it. Because right? it's impossible. That's, but that's like life, right? Like, yeah. You meet a new friend, and it's like that's great. But then it's like. I don't like I don't know how to explain it. Like you get a new job. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool, but then you have to like leave your old job, leave the people you like yeah. from your old job, navigate this new workplace. Like it's never just it's never like just good. black or white, right? Yeah. 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 That's a good that's a good little thing you did there. Thanks. <laughs> okay, why don't we get into our polls? Okay, let's do it. So what was our first I'm just trying to find our questions. Our first question was, um, what are some of the lessons you've learned while navigating change? right yeah and one of them was not everything is going to go as you plan you have to take it as it comes and accept it it's true because even if you like tightly control your life yeah not everything you can't control everything unfortunately another one like very similar someone said go with the flow yeah same another one you can't control most things you can only control how you respond or react which is easier said than done easier said than done but that's a good thing to remember is that you can't not control life, but things happen to you, but you can control yourself. Yes. It's and just hard I think, to do. I think when I get caught up in like trying to control life, I like lose the fun of life because I'm like, oh, like this isn't exactly how I wanted it to be or like this person isn't like doing what I want them to do. Instead, it's like, hey, like take all of those factors out. Am I having fun? Is this giving me joy? Yes or no? Yes. Then just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Right. And the last one is just because it's difficult doesn't mean it wasn't the right move. And that kind of goes with like yeah. the, how there's positive and negatives to every change that we go through. Yeah. 
Okay, what was our next question? Um, I can't like see them on my phone. Okay, I have it. Do you find yourself changing all the time? This always reminds me of that bridesmaids quotes where she's like, I think we stay the same. She's like, no, I actually think we're always changing. Um, <laughs> that was on reference bridesmaids and I was like, what are they oh, talking yeah. about? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like I watched the movie. I don't remember that. So 73% of people feel like they're changing all the time and 27% said, no, they're not changing all the time. Who is that 27%? Mm-hmm. Do you Was want me she... to call them out? I want to see if I can check. You can check. Does someone we know? I mean, most of these people are people we know. That's <laughs> true. We're not that famous. And then our next question was, have you ever let go of friendships or relationships because you changed? And yeah, like 99% of people said yes to that. Yeah, that's good. Who said no? <laughs> How do you see all these? What? I'm so no. bad at Instagram. Did anyone say no? Oh, I'm not looking at the no. Oh my God, I said no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay, and then the last question we had was, on a scale of one to five, how good are you at adapting to change? And I think a lot of people feel the same way we do about adapting to change, that it's... So it's really like neg- negative five, negative 100. That was funny. Negative 100. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Kathleen, this whole time I can only think of the bridesmaid scene. Yep. <laughs> hold my wine. I like the one that said, hold my wine, but let me deal with it. That was my favorite answer. Yeah. I, I feel like we're like, we're socialized to, to like believe that if we can't deal with change perfectly then we're like ill-equipped to yeah, for life. like the person who said negative 100 i bet they're actually better at dealing with change than they think they are but they believe they're negative 100 but they're probably like negative two who knows it's also like a mindset thing like i think if you feel like you're negative 100 like then, then you'll, you think everyone else is like amazing at dealing with change but yeah. it's just you that can't do it and, and sometimes like, some people are negative like i can be negative 100 at times and i'm back to positive five like i it's it just changes all the time yeah and I also think, like, being able to, like, make a mistake and actually be like, okay, that was an error. That was a mistake, and I'm learning from that mm-hmm. is is more important than being like, oh, I can't make decisions. See, that's why I made that mistake, and I, I did this wrong, and I have so many regrets. And it's like, I'm under the impression of, like, there's no regrets. There's just, like, lessons that you learn in life. Yeah. But um, that's this whole, like, I'm working on this thing in therapy where it's like a deficit versus a deficit mindset where it's like you never have enough time, enough resources, enough, like, anything in life where you're living, like, in scarcity. Like, you, and that means, like, everything is, like, like, how do I explain this? Like, oh, like, today, for example, you're coming over, like, living in that scarcity mindset or deficit mindset would be like, oh, Leanna's coming over. That means, like, I can't sleep in. I have to clean the place. All these things, like, instead of being like, Hey, Leanna's coming over. This is great. I never usually had people over at my old place. I can wake up, clean my nice apartment, get it ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's just, there's so many different ways to look at a situation, yeah, right? I feel you. Yeah. But if you get one. caught up in like this, like negativity or it's like tonight, it's like, who's coming to dinner? Like we haven't figured it out yet. Blah, 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 blah. Instead yeah. of just being like, we'll figure it out. Like whoever yeah. comes, comes. Like, And then we'll figure out what we're going to do after. We'll yeah. figure out. I just want to get out the hell of my condo. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm looking forward to. So that's what I'm trying to work on. Yeah. Okay. Last question before we get into our rapid fire. We had one more. Oh. No, this is like a question I wrote for us to okay. answer. That was all of our polls. Um, what is one thing you would change about yourself? 
I know we just said that we can't change and all that stuff, but like if you had to pick one thing, just, just what's one thing that you would love to change? How much time you got? <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Pick the top thing. First thing that comes to your head. Um, I, I would do more things that I'm, that I want to do, but I just don't feel like I'm ready for yet. Okay. I would take more chances. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's like something I would want to change too about myself. I'm definitely not a risk taker. So I'll tell you something. This, and like maybe I talk about this all the time now, but this team I'm coaching, I I was kind of nervous to do it at first because I was like, yeah. these are like teenage girls. They're going to like judge me if I'm like not good enough at hockey or I don't know what I'm saying or they're like not going to like me. All these things, right? Go yeah. through my head. And then as soon as I just kind of like surrendered to the situation and I was like, oh, I'm like, first of all, they're not thinking about me in that way that I'm thinking they're thinking about me. Yeah. They think, they know I'm 27, I'm young, I can kind of relate to them, but I'm older than them. They they want to talk to me, they want to tell me funny things about their life. They're not thinking about how I look, how I act, how yeah. I do this. That's They're thinking about themselves in that way. They're not yeah. thinking about me in that way. So as soon as I like lost all those thoughts, I was like, okay, this is actually like something I can do. And I it brings me like so much joy to do it that I, I told my therapist about this and she's like, this is the kind of change that inspires us to take more chances is when yeah. we do something that we're a little bit afraid of and we realize we have the potential to do these things. Mm-hmm. It kind of like, it's like inspired me. I'm like, oh my God, like I need to work with teenage girls again, which is what I used to do. And I'm yeah, like, you this it. is why I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's a good one. Aw. Mine would be probably my overthinking would be something I would because it kind of falls into everything in my life but like overthinking is just I wish I could just shut off my brain sometimes like man it's like that's why I don't sleep at night sometimes it's just like constantly constantly think okay rapid fire so this is a mix of um questions about change and then kind of some miscellaneous stuff that okay. I just threw in there okay first question what is one big change you have had to wait, wait I said that wrong what is one big change you have made in your life recently um, I moved. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And it's Woo. been a good change. It's been nice. How about you? Uh, getting a cat. What's the first word that comes to your mind when you think of change? Turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't have to finish saying that. Um, that's a good one. <laughs> anxiety. Yeah, I was going to say like anxiety. <laughs> that's like mine. Anxiety stress everything like that okay what's your favorite trait about yourself that has changed over time what do you mean by that like what's a personality trait that you think has changed over time oh okay okay um I actually like thought about this before and I thought I had an answer but I forgot so you go first (laughs) I have to think something that so something that's changed over time oh yeah you go I think my self, my awareness of my surroundings and my self, not like, okay, not when it comes to like me, like falling and knocking things over. In I don't know of, about spatial awareness. Not spatial awareness. Like about people and situations. Like I'm just more able to like. Read the room. Read the room, but also not overreact with how I would right away. I take the time to like think logically, yeah. like emotional awareness like yeah like you're not so reactive no yeah. like I'm definitely and I'm more like if someone pisses me off I'm able to like 
instead of just like messaging them like mm-hmm. i like think about it think is this something i need to bring up or can i not bring it up like will it actually bother me will it not bother me like i'm just better at doing that stuff so whereas before i think i just kind of like didn't have a voice for myself a lot of the times whereas now i'm like not afraid to speak up for myself so those things have changed i'm trying to think i i think this whole like idea of like being okay with things changing and not letting that like derail my like whole life like i think i used to be so change adverse and it kind of comes with being conflict adverse as well that i would do i would not do things i needed to do to make myself happy and feel fulfilled in order to avoid change and avoid conflict mm-hmm. and i think i'm i'm more aware of when that's happening now and instead of like just avoiding it I like think about it like okay like why am I like not saying this or why am I not speaking up about this or why am I not changing this and it's like is it because I don't feel like I'm ready for that conversation is it but I think I'm working on making a change um even though it might be a difficult conversation or situation and in the long run, it being better. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Um, what's our next question? Oh, what's your... Oh, I think we already talked about that. Favorite quotes about navigating change that help yeah. you navigate change. We already talked about yeah. that. Miscellaneous. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm just <laughs> laughing. Do you have anything... What about... Anything else you want to say about change? I think change is fun. In a way, change can be fun. I feel so inspired about change right now. Yeah, change. I just think my life has changed a lot. So, since but without change, like, how fucking boring would it be? Yeah, no. Like, even with the most negative change of my mom being sick, I grew so much from that. Like, I changed so much in those three years of that. That like, I know. Like, obviously, I wish it never happened, but it happened, and that's my life, and it's something I'm always gonna have it remember and mm-hmm. it's like a scar left I guess like those three years but like it it also has brought positives so mm-hmm. yeah I think COVID has was a reminder like when things don't change for a long time and we're doing the same thing over and over and over again and there's nothing yeah. new life becomes really boring and it does we seek out change I hate boredom I'm like a anti-boredom person then you should be pro-change I should be pro-change. You know, I am pro-change. I think, again, my overthinking. I just, like, always, like, overthink everything. So I have to get past that a little bit better. But, okay, fun miscellaneous questions. Okay. What's your favorite TV show lately? I already know what you're going to say. I have two. (laughs) Okay. Selling Sunset. Yes. And Made. Oh, yeah, that's a really good one. If I had to pick one, I'd pick Made. Like, let's get real. But Selling Sunset's fun. Yeah, Selling Sunset for sure was, like, that was a good season. I watched it in, like, two days. Um, Selling Sunset and then Yellowstone. Mm. Made was awesome, but it was so short. I wish I had more of it. Made was the best show I've watched in a really, yeah. really, really long time. It was time. really, really good. It wrecked me emotionally, but I love those kind of shows. Yeah. It ripped so. my heart out. Yeah. I loved it. I love the scene of her dance drinking wine at the house and just like, uh, I just rhyme. And then she comes home. Myself. <laughs> so I just thought of it, but she didn't even notice. So I was like, that's great. I just loved the way she was dancing. I was like, that's like how I dance. <laughs> like awkwardly and just like flinging my It's so my arms. good. If you haven't watched it, Netflix, go. Yeah. 
uh, favorite movie lately? You know what? I haven't watched too many movies. Um, I have the attention span of a flea sometimes, so a movie <laughs> is just not it. Um, I, well, the most recent one I watched was Spencer. Oh, yeah. Would I say it's my favorite movie I've ever watched? Definitely not, but it was like, good. Lately, yeah. It was good. It was it was interesting. Yeah. It, it was it was entertaining, but in a very like artful way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's a yeah. That, that's it. I watch movies like every Friday, Saturday night, so I have a lot. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't know. I ha- I don't have the attention span to sit at home and watch a movie. A TV series, though, I'll watch like episode on episode on episode. Oh, I love I love watching movies. But movies, I like either have to really love it, and I almost have to have watched it before to know it's good to watch it again. Oh, interesting. If I had this couch, I wouldn't even move from watching movies. Like this couch is like lost my couch. I know because <laughs> my couch is too small that this couch is just like you like sink into it. It's I so love good. it. Um, I watched this movie called Mudbound, oh, which is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. I've heard I really, that. I was pleasantly surprised how much I liked it. I just like didn't really. Usually, I watch trailers. I read reviews before. So I don't want to waste two hours of my life if it's a bad movie. See, that's what I. That's what I am afraid of with movies. Yeah. So I, I watched it. It has a few good actors and actresses I like. So mm. I was like, okay, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good movie, and it was. Also, The Big Short came on Netflix recently. Oh, I've never I seen it. To, I need to watch that. That's like on my list for like tomorrow night. Your next question. Oh, I don't remember. Favorite my... wine of the month. <laughs> I don't know. I'll try to think of things. I did not see that until now. <laughs> I don't have one. I don't know. I'll try to think of stuff. The fa- my favorite like cocktail or something I made this month was we made these like chai espresso martinis <laughs> with nutmeg and stuff the other night. It was so yummy. Yeah, I didn't like them. That's a good I'm not, uh, a, I'm not like a espresso martini person. Yeah. I like took a sip and I was like. <laughs> yeah, they're, well, they're good. They're on Half Baked Harvest website oh, nice. if you want to make them. They're easy. <laughs> so my favorite wine. Yeah. Um, what is this, a wine review podcast now? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of random miscellaneous stuff to ask. Uh, Sisters, Sisters Run, that one from. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's yeah, like yeah. one I've bought pretty consistently lately. Like I seem to like i like always go like, i want to get a new wine and then i just buy that one it's really good for a cab soap lover what is i have a question what is like um what is your favorite memory from the last month oh okay what what oh like in november i guess because december yeah and let's do november because it's what december 3rd what happened in november I know. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Favorite memory. Um, Halloween was fun, but that was like October. That mm-hmm. wasn't. That's not my favorite memory, though. No, mine either. Yeah. Got home at four a.m. <laughs> not happy about that. Uh, you know what? We had a pretty cute like girls' night. That was, that like, was fun. That was actually really fun. That was, really that was fun. like recently. That was. Yeah, that was in November because it was like a few weeks ago. I think when we have nights like that, I'm like, I feel so old and mature and cool. Yeah, and but I like that we like drink and then we're just like go home and sleep. I think my favorite thing about last month is like having fun doing things, but not like waking up hungover and feeling like shit. Yeah. And like just being able to have like a normal Saturday or Sunday, even though like on Friday we went out and had a couple a drinks. drinks but like we're not like hungover. Or, like, yeah, I'm like 
I'm in this zone of like doing nah. fun things, but I don't need to derail my next day. Yeah, because I want to be home by one. Maybe twelve is better, but like I want to be home. I want to go in bed. Yeah, and I don't. Want, I want to drink water at night and be responsible, <laughs> and then take a Tylenol and wake up feeling great. Like no shots for me. Yeah, actually, surprisingly, wasn't hungover after Halloween. I like went out. Oh all my day. god, I was so hungover. But I was like hosting, so I was like not yeah. drinking as much as everyone else. Okay, um, our last question. Favorite thing about winter. Um, I like the cozy, coziness of things. Cozy like, vibes. Cozy vibes, <laughs> hot chocolate. Um, like, oh, favorite thing, though? It's nighttime, and it gets nighttime at, like, 3.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> it's dark outside. The tree is on. I'm, like, making dinner, maybe having a glass of wine, watching a W Network holiday movie. <laughs> and life is good. Maybe wrapping some gifts. Oh, I hate wrapping gifts. That, God. wrapping gifts, like... I literally gave my oh, parents gifts to wrap for me every year. It gives me serotonin oh have you seen how i wrap let me show you a gift i just wrapped okay (laughs) she's actually getting up to get a gift it's for a birthday so it's not christmas oh boy like how stinking cute is that oh it's actually really good that's cute i like the the packaging wow she has like princess packaging she has a little like iridescent bow and a pink bow yeah this is my nightmare when i wrap i literally get like like it's for Hannah's birthday. Oh, cute. Yeah. Well, Hannah, you're getting a cute gift. It's, yeah. It's, it's so fun. Like, I get dollar store stuff. I just stuff everything into a bag and, like, hope oh, for the best. people that put shit in bags <laughs> that you can I wrap. Do. Like, if it's a box, I understand if you can't, it's not in a box, you can't really wrap it. But, like, if it's wrappable, wrap it. I know it's more fun. Give it to me to wrap it. I just, I give it to my parents every year. I gave them my nephew's gift. I gave them my brother's gift. I gave them my mom's. I'm probably going to give my dad my mom's gift to wrap for me because I just don't like wrapping. I think it's because like when I was a kid, my dad hated wrapping. He wasn't bad at it, but I used to like wrap all the things for Mm. my mom or for like things that weren't for me. And so like I got really good at it and I love like picking paper for people that I think they'll like and ribbons that like you never had that thought in your life. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I buy like the you know the brown tissue paper from Dollar Store looks like 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 looks like I like that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. very like kind of boho ish. Mm-hmm. I just use that and stuff into bag in a bag. <laughs> yeah, let's stick up a little bit. Oh, you mean tissue paper? Oh no, and the construction. I use the same thing. For. Why would you put in a bag if you've wrapped it? Because I don't wrap it. I just put it around the thing, put it into a bag, and like it gives me heart palpitations. <laughs> okay, my favorite thing about winter. Um, I love seeing like light snowfall and going for a walk when it's like not windy. Mm -hmm. It's like a nice mild winter day, like, you know, negative five, but there's no wind. Wind is death. I love bundling up and like I love winter coats oh, I love and jackets. hats and I love, I, I love like winter fall fashion. I love like wearing the hats and scarves and the gloves and I love just being bundled up and yeah. going for a walk and just like feeling cozy but it's cold outside. Like I just love it's also like my first winter with my kitty, so I'm excited for that. It's just like a cute little like I'm gonna leave her on Christmas Day, but like whatever. I'm gonna get her a gift. She's really gonna know. <laughs> I'm getting her this I'm actually really Don't excited. tell her. Can I tell you what the gift is? So this thing called a flippity fish. It's like is this it a toy? fish that like flips. And I don't she know. Like jumps at it? Or? I think you just like play with it. It's just like a flippity fish. I've been wanting to buy it for like since I got her, but I was like, I'm gonna wait for an occasion. And now it's Christmas, so I'm sure she'll be it. excited about that. Yeah, I think she'll like it. All right, on that note, 
we are that wraps up this episode all about change and i feel like we talked about it but we like didn't talk about anything specific we just like talked around change so i hope <laughs> someone learned something i hope it res- resonated with someone i think it will i think it was it was like a little mini therapy, therapy session for me so i liked it well most episodes are for us yeah. well thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode yeah We'll see you in the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye.